stay at home on nine to five, raising your babies with joy and pride. A real ass mom, your real ass mom, taking care of business. Ooh, girl, you're resilient. Cause you're a real ass mom, a real ass mom. Welcome to the Real Mama Pod. Real ass mom sharing real ass experiences. The things people don't tell you. Hey, mama. Hey. Hey, mama. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great, friend. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. I'm so freaking excited for tonight's episode. I feel like you say that every episode. No, but like this is like <laughs> legit. Like, because you know, I don't have a favorite episode, but this one right here. And then guess this what? One right Next week, you're going to say, oh, my gosh, I think this is my favorite episode. <laughs> I don't have a favorite. Well, listen, I'm happy to take the favorite crown this week. <laughs> oh, can y'all no. hear? We have a special guest. Can y'all hear and see? <laughs> oh, yes. We have, we have Melissa Butler in hey. the building tonight. Ow. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey, hey Mama Pay. <laughs> what's going on Yo. melissa everything and nothing i mean honestly i feel like that that is how i describe you know life it's like it's it's whatever you're deciding to make the moment so it can either be you know super crazy and chaotic or it can be super relaxed so i always say it's everything and nothing i love that that I'm going to take that from you, because actually. Because that is what life take it, is. Take it. Use it. A yeah. bunch of everything and nothing at the same time. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially the stage of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tonight we're talking about rich auntie. Oh, yes. So this is something a little different. A lot of our listeners are not moms, but they're aunties. So we thought this was, this one is for y'all. Like, mm-hmm. seriously, for y'all. Because we truly appreciate y'all and all y'all support. So this one is special for you all. Absolutely. Anyway, I so have a rich auntie, so this is a, well. Auntie Busta yes, is definitely auntie. a rich auntie. Yeah, she's my rich auntie. So she's the original. <laughs> she's the OG. <laughs> right, the OG triple OG. So before we start talking about a rich auntie, we wanted to give y'all our perspective on what a rich auntie is. So we hope y'all are ready for the real mama pie definition of a rich auntie. So what a rich auntie is to us is. She loves the kids. She mm-hmm. spoils them rotten, but mm-hmm. she knows how to send them home. She travels the world. She's up on the latest fashions, and she gives the best tea, the best tea. Yeah. She may <laughs> or may not want kids of her own, but she does not play about making her coin. She does not play mm-hmm. about her money. Her spirit is everything, and she can work any room. Ultimately, mm-hmm. the rich auntie is all things love, life, and laughter. And that is the yeah. real mama pie's definition of the real auntie. Or the, not the real auntie. Hell, she's a real auntie, too. Yeah, she's a rich real and a real auntie. <laughs> there we go. So we have a, a true rich that. auntie here with us today. Yes. So for those who aren't familiar with Melissa Butler, she is like breaking all kind of ceilings in the beauty industry. 
So she is the founder of the Lip Bar, and I am wearing Boss Lady. Yes. Which auntie sold out. <laughs> I, right. And I'm wearing Coco Cooler with mm-hmm. top with the One Love Lip Gloss. That's what I'm wearing. Aww. Both from the Lip Bar. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I love that, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're not familiar with Melissa, get familiar because her brand is everything. Like, I mean watching this brand grow like seriously mm. from wearing blue lipstick to green lipstick to now boss lady mm-hmm. like it's everything so she does have a line out called rich auntie but you guys keep buying it up and yeah. i haven't had the opportunity to purchase yet no. <laughs> sold out Sad. So, it, it has sold. every time we launch it we, it sells out last time it sold out with an hour <laughs> We're going to launch it again, hopefully, in like a week. It'll sell out again. Like, people love Rich Auntie. And I think that people love the name Mm -hmm. as well as the color. Because it's like, even mamas can be Rich Auntie. Mm -hmm. You know? It's like, because, so the way, and I love y'all's definition, but the way we define Rich Mm -hmm. Auntie is, it's a woman of any age who Mm -hmm. lives life on her own terms and puts herself first. Absolutely. it's really that putting yourself first part is so important because I think especially for women who then become mothers, you know, you start to put yourself last. You're putting mm-hmm. your partner first, you're putting your kids first, and you can sort of like get lost in that. So Absolutely. being a rich auntie is actually not about how much money you have. Absolutely. But it's about knowing that like your time is the most valuable. That mm-hmm. knowing that you are the bag, and so you have to spend your time on what matters the most. Like that is what how we define rich auntie at the lip bar. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm just so happy that people have resonated with the messaging so much because I think that women right now are at this like crossroads of mm-hmm. like being able to decide how they want to show up in life. Do you right. want to be a rich auntie? Do you want to be a mom? Do you want to climb the corporate ladder? Do you want to be a boss lady like what do you want to do and I think it's so beautiful that I think we finally woke up to the fact that we can do anything or all things mm-hmm. right yeah I'm here for that I whole that. message yeah. <laughs> that whole yes, message yes, yes. whole message okay so Melissa uh did you want to tell our listeners anything else about yourself that we may not have mentioned I mean, sure. Why not? <laughs> like, I can totally toot my own horn real quick. So, um, let's see. I, I'm Melissa, and I think that I'm a human first. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a woman. Um, I'm a black woman. I'm a Detroiter. And, and all of those things are very, very special to me. Like, I'm an HBCU grad. I'm mm-hmm. a Delta. Um, but the thing that I think a lot of people know me for is because I'm a business owner. Right. Um, and so like I own two cosmetic companies now. One is called the lip bar. It is 10 years old. It's vegan, cruelty free, easy to use. Like we are making your makeup routine as easy as possible. We're taking the guesswork out of it. Like I started my company not knowing anything about makeup. Most people will think like, oh, if you own two makeup brands, you must love makeup. No, that's not necessarily <laughs> the case. But I do love self-esteem and I understand that I understand how makeup can play a big part in like, you know, reminding people of their value and their self-worth and and their self-esteem. So that's really why I started to create linear uh, or non-linear beauty standards so that everyone could have the opportunity to see themselves. And then I did it all over again six Mm -hmm. months ago and I launched Threaded Beauty 
um, which is all about authenticity and creativity. And it's called Thread because it's a reminder that no matter who we are, what we look at, what we look like, what our sexual orientations are, like at the end of the day, we're all just humans and we're connected by a thread. So Mm -hmm. two beauty companies, um, I have scaled those companies um, in a crazy way, literally started the company Lip Bar making lipstick in my kitchen. I remember. And have uh, crazy, right? And then I've, I've grown it to be in, you know, Target stores across the country, Walmart stores across the country. We've made millions and millions of dollars, which is fantastic and a blessing. And I've done it, you know, while still being exactly who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's, that's the thing that I'm super proud of. Like, I am still that black woman from Detroit who went to FAMU, who's a Delta, who, you know, all of right. those things that mm-hmm. I introduced myself as at first, none of those things have changed. I think it's only further defined like who I am and how I choose to show up and who I choose to serve through my businesses. I love, love it. it. Being I who you are it. through it all. Never losing yeah. sight of that. Never, never. So before we get into um, Q&A uh, for the month of September, as you all heard last week with Dr. Jack, um, we are recognizing uh, Sexual Health Awareness Month, which is the month of September. And as you all know, uh, Dr. Jack was so gracious to sponsor our episodes for the month of September. So we will be asking our guests a question from our card deck. Ooh, so, hey. Melissa, we have a question from you from Dr. Jack. I'm super excited. So, I love Dr. Jack. Yes, yes, yes. We love her too. I know she holds a very uh, special place in your heart. So um, we're talking intimacy. So what does intimacy look like for you? Remember to think about physical, emotional, spiritual, and intellectual intimacy. Uh, I was actually just speaking about this with Dr. Jack earlier. Mm-hmm. I think that intimacy is safety. I, I think that intimacy is being able to trust and being able to let go um, in a lot of different realms, whether that is physical, whether that's mental, whether that's social. Um, I think that there are so many times where especially like black women are uncomfortable, frankly, right. like mm-hmm. uncomfortable with their bodies, uncomfortable with maybe their hair, uncomfortable with their clothing, uncomfortable with our language in certain settings. Um, And so I think that intimacy is really inviting someone in to like your true space and and saying, you know what, I'm able to take down these guards or I'm able to take off these clothes or I'm able to take off this makeup because I feel safe here. Um, And I, and I think that's like the most beautiful thing about relationships, intimate or not, like being able to be safe with someone to be your your fullest self i love wow i love that i love that it's definitely a different perspective on intimacy because we naturally think that intimacy means you're physically touching and loving on whoever and you just and you can right yeah and and that's like a part of it but it's like okay well how do i need to feel in order to get there right exactly i need to feel safer yeah Mm. I need to know that this is going to be okay, you know? Mm-hmm. And I can trust yeah, it, you- whatever this process is. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is. Okay. So you already kind of gave us your definition of what rich auntie means to the lip bar. Um, so what does it mean to you? 
um, being a rich auntie or, um, you know, that's a really good question because lately, and this is probably my first time saying it like in a public forum, but lately I've been sort of questioning, like, if I do want kids, Mm -hmm. you know, I've always thought that I wanted kids. Like when I was younger, I would say like, Oh, I want, I want four kids. And as I got older, I was like, oh, God, like a lot of work. Like, but no. Um, And so, and I I still think that I do, but I'm at the point where it's like, but if I didn't, that wouldn't be the end of the world. And so I think where a lot of people think about rich aunties is like that person who who loves the kids and sort of right. spoils the kids but also is happy to hand you back your kids mm-hmm. right like sometimes i think about that um but i just i'm i'm at this like self-awareness and like you know this this redirection type journey um where i am really just thinking about freedom mm. And I think like a rich auntie is just free. It's less about money. It's really just about how she spends her time. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, as an entrepreneur, people really romanticize entrepreneurship and like, it's so cool. And I want to be a boss and I want to do things on my own terms. And that's just not true. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just so far from what it means to be an entrepreneur. And, and I have very little freedom mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, me owning my time. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I have investors to report to. I have customers to report to. I have team members I have to report to. I am very responsible and accountable for a lot of people, whether it be people who are on my team or people who have believed in me or people who, who decided to give my product a shot. Like I am accountable to all of those people. And so when I think about like, you know, how I could best show up as a rich auntie. It's like, you know, having that freedom to choose. And Mm -hmm. I I think choice and options is like, you know, how much richer can you get, you know, than than being able to decide how you spend your time or where you spend your time or, you know, what you do with that time. Yeah. I love that. I think Melissa is about to be my rich auntie. Right. <laughs> Do you, you, you accepting applications for nieces? Like thirty <laughs> year old. I can use another rich auntie for sure. Look, you already got one. So. I can use I'm another over. Rich too. You know, you can never have enough. Uh, right, the roster is never full. Um, right. So, from your perspective, what are some highlights of being a rich auntie? Um. Well, traveling, I think, is definitely a highlight of being a rich auntie. I've always been like a, a, a traveler. Um, I've always enjoyed it. I think that traveling like teach, teaches you so much about the world. Mm-hmm. And as Americans, like we are so like, you know, we are set in our ways and our, um, our way of thinking and our way of life. And then you go to other countries. And they're talking to you about your president and you're like, oh, wait, I don't even know who your president is, right. let alone mm-hmm. like, you know, our policies. Um, so like travel is so beautiful because you get to learn about other places, but also you get to learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. You realize you really realize like what you like and what you don't like or what you appreciate or don't appreciate or you know, how you would like to make impact. So I think travel is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think 
fine dining. Like, Ooh. I love mm-hmm. eating. <laughs> I mean, most most people do. Like, let's yes. be real. Most people love eating. But it's just like a really good restaurant experience is mm-hmm. like chef's kiss. Yes. But you know what, y'all? I actually haven't had that many. Like, I think the the more I get into my rich auntiness, Right. The more I'm a little bougie with restaurants. <laughs> oh yes, absolutely. Because what's a rich auntie without a bougie restaurant? Right. And a bougie I'm meal like, and so beverage. Y'all, so y'all not even gonna fold my napkin like that when I go to the bathroom? Really? Really? Uh, I uh, love this it. This is not. <laughs> I love well, it. Well, take me to one of the restaurants. Right. The next you go. Come get me. You got two Listen, nieces right here who need a nice, a fine trip. dining meal. <laughs> with right. They ain't got to fold my napkin. They can just fold yours. Okay. I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. that's hilarious. I could just see oh, that with no. a mink coat and red lipstick right. and, and you know, high Detroit, heels. But right. You know, they got, some got the mink coats. Lock. Yes. <laughs> I can see it. And those, those big hats, like, sitting at the table with her legs crossed, Love like, girl, why isn't my napkin folded? Right. <laughs> like, this is so funny. I actually do not have a fur. I have never had. What? In, in high school, I think I did. But, <laughs> so, the lip bar is, like, vegan and cruelty yeah, free, and I have, I have really <sighs> started thinking about, like, animals. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Absolutely, I, I really, like you can't be wearing but, your lipstick and then you got this whole fur on. Fur no, on. Yeah, no. you're right. I didn't think about that. I didn't even put that in perspective. Do y'all remember back in the day when when Peta and Peta yeah. fans used to throw mm-hmm. um, paint on people's yeah. fur? Yeah. I'm yeah. terrified that that would happen. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would be so sick, y'all. Exactly. And we don't <laughs> want to see you on the shade room, like, no. lip bar owner, vegan products, <laughs> but wearing a fur. Like, no. <laughs> no, not no. at all. Oh. That's a smart move. Oh. See, this is why you are on top of the two. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I would have had my fur on with my leather gloves and boots. <laughs> and add the hat too. <laughs> oh god! But I am a real D girl, so I appreciate. Yeah. For I think they are they are beautiful. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm just too afraid of you know the PETA fans coming <laughs> coming for me. You know, cancel culture is very uh, real. You gotta yeah. go back out here. Yes. Right, right, absolutely. <laughs> oh wow, that's funny. Uh. <laughs> okay, so let's go back 15 years ago, right? Because lip bar is 10. So let's go back 15 years ago. Did you think 15 years ago you will be you would have been where you are today, like crushing beauty standards, empowering women all over to be whoever they want to be, pushing the envelope, like being told no so many times to still like came out on top. Mm-hmm. Like, did you think like this would be you? Um, and this question is always really hard for me mm-hmm. because. I think in some ways, I'm like, no, I, I couldn't imagine it because I didn't really visualize it. And I think right. visualization is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like in some ways, no. But if I really thought about it, like when I was like in my like cockiness of like, I'm going to start this, mm-hmm. I probably thought I would have been even further than I am. So it's sort of that balance, and I try really hard to not to not focus on like the like shoulda woulda couldas or like 
where I could, where I should be or where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm doing that, then that is going to like consume me, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to take up so much of my time and energy. So I really got to just focus on like practicing gratitude right. and very present. Because otherwise I will be on here like, I was made that mistake back in 2015. I should have <laughs> did that. And it's like, that's crazy. Right. Yeah. But I'm that, I'm that crazy person who will be sort of like replaying it over and over again. So it's like, all I can say to that is like, I am really grateful for my journey. And I would have mm-hmm. never guessed that my journey would have taken like this many turns and swerves. And, and like the fact that I have been so resilient to just like, mm-hmm go with it it's like mm-hmm. oh this is a roller coaster okay we on top okay we on about oh, right, oh, up and up oh, oh, oh. it's like hydraulics it's like yes. i feel like i'm an ice car in 93 <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's it's all good you know yeah. yeah i can honestly say yes to that though for you just you know when you first started this out you know and like being one of the first girls to like have access to it right because it was a thing for us it's like oh did you get the bar oh i got it yeah you know <laughs> so it's just like and you know doing the post and all that stuff like just seeing that for you and just every milestone it was just like wow like she's really doing this mm-hmm. like even from shark tank you know it's just like we all tuned in i remember ken we had like a watch party or something <laughs> and yeah. it's just like wow like wow so I can definitely say and I know you being in it it may seem or look a little different but I can definitely say I definitely saw that for you yeah I think a lot of people um sort of were rooting for me and Mm -hmm. all like wait she really is doing it okay she's gonna keep doing it okay Mm -hmm. she's gonna keep going Mm -hmm. and I think that that's what entrepreneurship is and I think the thing that I have been sort of most shocked by and and humbled by and flattered by is like how many people have started businesses because of my success because I kept going like that blows my mind Mm -hmm. because like I was never doing it for I was barely even doing it for myself you know so to know that people have sort of like watched and took notes and say you know what if she can do it I can do it it's probably the most humbling experience yeah 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 you definitely empowered a lot of people especially at our college you know just to just do it literally just do it so I think everybody used you in our age group as an example of like okay Melissa did it Mm -hmm. we can do it yeah and it's true it's true true. everybody needs a face I think that everything is about exposure Mm y'all so it's like I felt I had the confidence to become an entrepreneur because my cousin was an entrepreneur. Right. And so, you know, every, every single thing is about exposure. It's like when you're raising your, your kids, if they see you eating healthy, right. they're going to also want to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do we make sure that we are cultivating the desires um, early? How do we make sure that we are exposing our family, even if it's like some, like my mom, like my mom is a really great example. I'm always like trying to encourage her to like stop eating sugar or stop. Just don't eat that shit. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I, I have been exposed to understand like, Hey, sugar kind of causes cancer or like, 
you know, you probably shouldn't eat this food processed in a way that wasn't cool no more. Like, this food is actually banned in Europe. Right. So it's like, now that I've had the exposure, it's my responsibility to make sure that I'm sharing that with my community. Mm-hmm. Right. And whether that's like entrepreneurship or food or just whatever tidbits I'm picking up along the way, it's like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't I share that? So people are always like, Melissa, you're so honest. You're so transparent. I don't know how to not be transparent. Right. What, a, what am I hiding from? Right. Absolutely. True. Absolutely. So I have a question Um, for the rich auntie who has big dreams. She wants like sky is the limit for her, but she doesn't know where to start. What advice would you give to her? She does know where to start. She's just too scared. Mm. And she just got to stop being scared because like, you know, what they say, scare money don't make no money. That's true. <laughs> yes. like it's, a, it's a very real thing. Like, you have to be okay with things going wrong. Yeah. Now, that being said, you should you should measure the risk that you're willing to take. Right. To, to understand, like, okay, well, if all of this goes wrong, I still can eat. I can still pay my bills. I can still, you know, I can still live mm-hmm. in the, the way that I am comfortable living. So it's like, Take whatever you're willing to risk and then go for it and be unafraid to fail because failing is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You learn from your failure. Like when I think about like my customer reviews, for instance, it's like reading the great reviews is, you know, it feels good. It's like, oh, right. I did something that she liked. I got a gold star. Good for me. <laughs> but, but I really get to actually learn from the people who leave the complaints. Right. So if they're like, oh, my God, I bought Boss Lady and it is the best red, but the cat broke. Okay, now I know Now I know that this is an opportunity for me and I can go out and speak to my supplier so that the next person doesn't experience it. Right. So that person who's loving on the brand and that makes me feel good, that's great, but that doesn't necessarily help me grow. So if you're a rich auntie and you're out there and you're like, okay, I think I want to do this and I want to just start. I don't know where to start. Yes, you do. Start mm-hmm. start exactly where you are with what you have and be unafraid to fail in that because, like, failure is where the good stuff happens. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. We're learning that every day with Daily. this podcast. Daily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've had yeah. some fails that nobody knows about. <laughs> some sure. people do know about Yeah, some folks know about them, but... <laughs> We have hit yeah. some bumps and those hydraulics you were talking about from '93. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're still going. Yeah. Doom, doom. And they will. And they, they are and they real. Yes. They yes. have been okay. going. Yes. So people may look at you and see like this overnight success, right? And we know that may not necessarily be the truth, right? Especially in this generation. Like it's like the microwave generation. Like people think. Everything just happens so fast, especially mm-hmm. with TikTok, Reels, all that stuff, right? So can you walk us through some of your highs and lows? And then with your lows, can you tell us, like, what you learned from your mistakes or your failures? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll start by saying I've experienced a ton of highs and lows um, in terms of, like, things that have actually happened around me. Right. I've I've tried really hard um, and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but I've tried hard to not allow things to happen to me mm. so things happen around me 
but not necessarily to me, which means that um, sort of a good thing and a bad thing. I never get too high off the high, but I also never get too low off the low. Mm. And so like, you know, a lot of people always talk about Shark Tank. Shark Tank was definitely a low, but a very public rejection on Mm -hmm. national TV. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. That was low, but if I would have gotten in the nitty gritty with that low and mourned that as a loss, I may have never recovered. A lot of people say like, how did you keep going? Well, because I didn't start my business for them, so I wasn't going to end it for them. Right. And I, I kept going because it's like, I'm not caught up in this loss. You probably more caught up in this loss than I am. Right. Um, but same thing on the highs. Like I've experienced a lot of really, really cool things. Like I've done a TED talk. We just closed our series A fundraising round. We just raised six point seven million dollars like a month ago. Wow. Um, we, you know, we thank you. We've we've hit a lot of goals. We we went from forty four Target stores to a thousand Target stores. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. We we were doing so well at Target that they asked us to um, give us the opportunity to create another brand. Mm-hmm. So Thread Beauty is now also in Target. Like lots of really, really awesome. fantastic things. Yes. And like while that's beautiful, I'm also not too caught up in those highs. Mm-hmm. And and I think that it can be a challenge being even healed like that because that means that you're probably not celebrating your wins as much as you probably should which is why I'm trying to like tap back into like gratitude. Cause if I just, if I thought about it, like, wait a minute, Melissa, you are from the hood in mm-hmm. Detroit. You know, like both of my parents were incarcerated when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I've been through a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that I've been able to sort of scale in this fashion is only because of my resilience. Mm-hmm. And it's only because of like the community that has supported me. But even still, I don't necessarily like look at that community on a day to day. And I'm not I'm not necessarily in awe by what I'm doing. It like takes other people to tell me like, that was really cool. Or I can't believe you did that. Or how did you do that? And those are the moments where I sort of take a pause. And I'm like, I guess I did kind of keep going. I guess I did kind of do something cool. But because I'm so in it. Right. And like I, I'm like checking things off my list, and then I'm going to the, my next item. Right. Um, celebrating the wins allows you to sort of take that pause before going yeah. to the next item and say, you know what, I did a good job. Let me let me pat myself on the yeah. back. Mm-hmm. Um, so all that to say, I've celebrated where I've experienced lots of highs. I've also experienced lots of lows, and I've gotten really comfortable with both of them. I love that. Getting comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's hard comfortable to get comfortable with, winning. with failure. Who wants to fail? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I'm I'm really, really, really comfortable with winning. And then I'm still very uncomfortable with failing. But I take that failure and I'm like, but you don't have to stay here. Mm-hmm. So it, it sort of gives me fuel to get get back, like pull it back together. Yeah. Having that conversation with yourself. Like, girl, get it together. It's okay. You know, keep right. this train yeah. rolling. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not the first time you're going to feel, and it's not going to be the last. last something, else, right. something else is going to go wrong. I yeah. mean, it's just life. Things go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're not lying. <laughs> <laughs> you're preaching to the choir. Right. You're choir. You're Amen. preaching to the choir. 
you are preaching. <laughs> so, um, Melissa, for that auntie who has started her business, right? She's not scared. She wasn't scared. She started her business and she like sky's the limit for her. But she hasn't caught her big break yet. Like she's been grinding. She's been doing everything she can to get her business moving along. And she has not caught her big break. What advice would you give her? Be consistent. Just keep doing it. It took a long time for me to have a big break. Mm -hmm. People think that it's like, you know, oh, she worked on it six months and it didn't happen yet. I'm just going to give up. What? No. No. It took me. I did not pay myself a salary for the lip bar until we were like six years in business. Wow. That's six years of sacrifice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, don't think, don't let this social media, Mm -hmm. TikTok, Instagram stuff fool you. Right. People are not, first of all, everybody's not rich. I know it seems like it, y'all. I know it seems like <laughs> everybody got every bag and everybody got a nice house and everybody got a nice car. And everybody's making six, seven figures. Everybody's lying. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They lying. People be lying. Y'all need to know that. So, and then the people who, uh, who really do have those things, some people are just like magically lucky and a lot of people like me just work and put in the work time Mm -hmm. after time after time and then over time they caught their big break so don't think that it's not coming but I will challenge you to make sure that you're approaching your business in different ways Mm -hmm. don't continue to do the same thing every day Mm -hmm. without results thinking that it's going to change something your, your, your job as a rich auntie is just to optimize, whether that's in your business or even your lifestyle. Yeah. So it's like if if it's never quite right, keep keep turning down the volume or turning up the volume. Do something, make slight tweaks, because eventually, if you just keep putting one foot in front of the other, you are going to make it to that destination. Yeah. Whether it takes six months or six years, you will make it there. You just have to have the confidence in yourself and really believe in what you're doing to not give up. Because most people just give up because mm-hmm. they don't believe in it anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you preaching to us too. Because <laughs> <laughs> we be like, <laughs> we be we working. Yes, we be working. We will not be that microwave generation yeah. we were just talking about. Yeah, we're other. not giving up. Like, we're <laughs> yeah. definitely going to be a household name. So. Oh, just, yes. Just keep on optimizing. And mm-hmm. I love that you just said that because, like, dream big. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are afraid to dream big. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm going to be honest, y'all. I don't always dream big. Really? I know it might sound crazy. Mm-hmm. I know. I know it sounds ridiculous. But I don't always dream as big as I should or could, mm-hmm. considering like the amount of success that I've had right. and the amount of exposure that I have. Um, I am oftentimes still sort of thinking with like a lack mindset. Mm-hmm. And I really have the opportunity to think with an abundant mindset yeah. because it's like whatever you believe is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Heart stop. Whatever you believe is, is what's going to happen. Like I have had thoughts and then the universe has delivered me exactly what I, I've thought about. That's like, crazy. To the T. And I'm like, you know, if I would have just added another zero. <laughs> right. <laughs> I should have stretched it a little. You know, well, what was I thinking? <laughs> you know, so it, it's one of those reminders of like, you got to believe in yourself 
and right. you have to allow yourself to dream big, no yeah. matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's like, you know, you want kids or you want a husband or you want to grow a business or you want to grow vegetables. I don't care what you want to grow. <laughs> you want to grow yourself or you want to like get rid of parts of yourself. You want to lose weight, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If you believe in it and you just work at it con- continuously, why wouldn't it happen? Because you have given the universe all of the energy it needs to make it happen for you. You just got to believe that it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. I started a dream big journal. Yeah, let's do that. Mm, yeah. I like that. Yeah, let's do but, that. But I think the key is you got to share it. Mm. Okay. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people be saying like, don't share your dreams. Have y'all heard that? Like, don't share your ideas yeah. with everybody. Yeah. And like, maybe don't share them with everybody, but you should be able to share your dreams. Like, right. I disagree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. I think that that is a um, scarcity mindset. Mm. It is. Because you're so That's a good perspective. Yeah, you're so afraid that if you tell somebody your idea that they're going to steal it. Right. Why, why is that your first thought? Or you're afraid that you're going to tell somebody your idea and they won't believe in you? So what if they don't believe in you? Right. Do you yeah. believe in you? Right. Yeah. That's the thing. Because it's that, mm, can I actually do this? And then God forbid, right. well, not even God forbid, you tell a person who's going to hold you accountable and say, now you mm-hmm. want to dream big. So what, what are we doing? How are we working right. toward those dreams? How are we getting there? Right. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so since you're dropping gems. Right, because we up here uh, manifesting big right. dreams. Right, we manifesting and... big dreams, all that. Yes, so since you're dropping gems while we have you, what is one <laughs> life hack you wish everyone knew? Like, it can be whatever. One life hack. Hmm. That's a good one. One life hack. I'm trying to think of my life hack. Um, Besides fine dining. <laughs> right, right. Treat yourself to a nice meal and make sure your napkins are folded. <laughs> Listen, them napkins matter. Okay. Um, pro- probably like going for a walk. Mm. It's, it's so simple, but I, I don't know about y'all, but like in the last like two years because of the pandemic, like I am talking on the phone. All day long mm-hmm. like work has become phone calls for me and I think that is true for a lot of people um and I find that just by being in my body by moving my body mm-hmm. I am I have so much more clarity so like walks are like the simplest thing or sometimes I ride my bike or sometimes I do like a full-on workout but I think just like allowing myself a moment to move and mm. not be stagnant in my body mm. allows me to not be stagnant in my mind. I love that. Mm. So it's like that that connection that gives clarity. It's like, okay, let me just get this blood flow going because then maybe my creativity will come back or maybe I can calm down or maybe I can pipe up. Whatever mm-hmm. it is, I feel like movement and attention on your body can like, this changed the game, frankly. Yeah. yeah. I do feel That's better good. when I work out. Yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. For sure. My days feel better. They feel lighter. I feel less anxious and stressed and tense. So I yeah, working out, it releases those endorphins, and you're just happy. Like, yeah. there's never, ever going to be a time 
where you regret working out. And to be clear, y'all, I am not a workout guru. <laughs> I am not that I I do not I probably eat too much sugar. I love dessert. I love carbs. I do all of those things. But when I feel like I am heavy mentally and mm-hmm. physically, it's like a workout or journaling. Mm-hmm. Well, like it just, I find that I need to release. Yeah. And so like releasing in my body and releasing my thoughts via journaling, like changes the game for me. Yeah. Love it. What are y'all's life hacks? Ooh, girl, survive. way to flip it on us. That's a great question. <laughs> it's survive. No, it's a great right response. Now, in this stage in life, it's literally one day at a time. One thing at a time, one day at a time. Um, because we have so much going on. Mm-hmm. Well, I can only talk for myself, but can you do too? Yeah. Um, just so much going on. So many seeds being planted and just really trying to stay focused so if we do one thing at a time one day at a time eventually we'll get there yeah so for now that is my life hack i love that yeah Yeah. being being present yeah everything my hack is mm, this is something i'm starting to do more of and that's just taking time to myself and when I say that, I mean just just me. No, no, put a husband, partner, no kids, nothing. Just me taking time to do what I want to do. And I've grown like a love for massages and getting my nails done. Like, well, getting my nails done isn't always fun, but I love the result, right? I love the way my nails look, but massages are just like mm-hmm. God sent for me. I love a good massage. So that's my life hack is actually stepping away from life and taking some time to yourself and doing whatever makes you happy and smile. I do like to eat and drink as well, uh, Melissa. So that's also a part of my um, taking time to myself is going to a nice restaurant, getting me a nice drink and a nice meal. So that's my life hack. I heard that. I love massages too. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel like I am just paying attention to my body. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I felt that. Oh, I forgot that I had legs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had on my knee. I love massages for mm-hmm. that reason. Yeah. I love me a good yeah. massage. When I get become the rich auntie, then I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna get me a membership. Monthly massages. <laughs> I need them at least a once a month for sure. Yeah, no, I'm on not the way so to rich auntie, but not I'm not there yet. Not yet. It's, it's not about how much money you have. <laughs> I'm talking about monetarily in this moment. Monetary. <laughs> I'm rich in all the other things. But right now in that conversation for me to get that membership, ma'am, I got to have the funds to support my my self care and me time support your habits <laughs> there we go <laughs> so but i can say you have done much better with taking time for yourself oh, so you, i am man. proud of you thank you i got a massage schedule actually in two weeks mm. about time i challenged you a month ago to you get did that and it's it's scheduled <laughs> it's scheduled melissa we have one more question for you what's next for you like we have the lip bar we have thread beauty what's next for melissa butler question um i don't know i don't know um i i think that i've worked really hard over the past 10 years 10 plus years 
Um, I don't think I'm done working yet, but I do think that I am in a position where I'm done working in the way that I'm currently working. Mm -hmm. I'm looking to change some things up a little bit. Um, You know, continuing to hire really fantastic people around me Mm -hmm. so that it takes some of the pressure off. Um, Maybe I'll have a kid. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. What, whatever whatever God has for me is what he, what she or he has for me in that realm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've been I've been on like my balance boss tip, mm-hmm. and and that basically just means similar to you that I am taking time for myself, mm-hmm. and I'm not I'm not gonna grow my business at the um, at the risk of not growing myself. Oh, that's powerful. Girl, we in church so, today. I hope y'all taking notes. I'm about so to lay it down it at the altar like. Right. <laughs> lay, lay it all down. Because, <laughs> woo, that was a word for real. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited about, like, my business is going to keep going. It, yeah. it will. It, I know that it will. But I just, I'm at that point in which I'm like, okay, I think I figured out some stuff here. How do I make sure that I keep growing? And how do I make sure that I keep evolving? And how do I even pay attention to like what I want to evolve into? So that's why it's sort of a hard question for me to answer. Because I think that, you know, what's next is really a decision. Mm. It's like, well, what do I want to be next? I don't know. Mm. And, I and that's okay. It's so, it's so beautiful to again have that option and have that freedom to say you know I'm going to do this next right. and I'm at I'm at a good place where I have recognized that I can decide because I really think that we can all decide mm-hmm. but some of us don't believe that yet right. and I know that I can decide what's next and I haven't so well, we'll I, I don't know just make it Making that decision. So the next time you come back, maybe we'll have an answer to that question. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for answering all our questions. Now it's time for some Auntie Juice, y'all. We oh, yes. Mama Juice to Auntie Juice. So mm-hmm. what we drinking tonight, friend, and why? <laughs> so, yes, we have Auntie Juice tonight. And a little birdie told us that you like wine, Melissa. Is that true? I love wine. Well, our Auntie Juice is a sangria today. And y'all will see another visual, but here is our sangria. And what it has is a bottle of Pinot Grigio, a half a cup of rum, a half a cup of Grand Marnier, a half a cup of lavender syrup, strawberries, peaches, blackberries, and topped with soda water. That is the Auntie Juice cocktail. Now, for our mamas-to-be or our friends, aunties, mamas who don't like to drink, you don't have to have the cocktail version. We have a mocktail version. And that has white grape juice, non-alcoholic triple sec, half a cup of lavender syrup, strawberries, blackberries, and peaches, and you top that with soda water. And that is our rich auntie 
The drink is called Rich Auntie. Y'all. You know what? You're wrong. Because <laughs> y'all should have gave me that recipe before I got it. <laughs> because it sounds so good. Oh, yes. yes. We'll make sure you get it. But it was inspired by you. Rich Auntie. Yeah, definitely inspired and all by our you. Rich we did a little bit there. of research and Aww. found out your favorite drink. And Kendra is really good with curating our cocktails and mocktails. So clearly, thank you, <laughs> thank you darlings. Thank you. So for Mama's Corner, uh, we're changing it to Auntie's Corner tonight. So if this is your first time listening to us, uh, Mama's Corner, Auntie's Corner is our time to connect with our listeners. And so usually our listeners are write in and ask the question. Um, we are not professionals by any means. We just give um, based on our, give advice based on our experiences. Um, and if you have a mama hack you want us to share, um, do that. If you want to vent about your toddler, your grown kids, your teenage kids, you can do that too. This is the opportunity for you to connect with us. So for Auntie's Corner, uh, usually I go through the questions and um, see like what fits. Um, based on our episode. So we have a really good one tonight. And so, Melissa, you can answer. Kendra, you can join in or I can join in too. But the question reads, hey, ladies, love what y'all doing. Keep it up. I'm a new mom and wanted to know, is there such thing as a deadbeat auntie? I feel like I'm stuck with one of those. What do I do? (laughs) How do I get my sister? (laughs) Right, one of those. How do I get my sister more involved? I did not expect this behavior from her. Man, oh, I've never heard that term, baby. Auntie, that's deep. <laughs> right, she that, felt that in her gut. Yeah, yeah that's, that's he or she. I, I had to, I had to think about it. Like, wait, am I? Have I been a dude? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. not at all. I um, highly doubt that. I would first say that communication is everything, mm-hmm. and you have to make sure that you are communicating your needs. So, like, let, let that auntie know that you actually need her help. Yeah. Because it may not be her personality to just automatically show up. Right. Mm-hmm. And and then, if she doesn't show up in the way that you want, then you're just going to have to accept that and, mm-hmm. and, and know that she's going to show up in the way that she chooses to. I, I practice radical acceptance just because I think it's the best way to avoid disappointment. Ooh. And but even before you get there, you have to communicate. Because yeah. I, I, I feel like you probably haven't said anything to her. Like, hey, probably. I need you to watch mm-hmm. the baby. I right. need you mm-hmm. to help me change the diaper. So, mm-hmm. what y'all got, Mama? Yeah, depending on her age, she may not know how to help. I don't know how old this auntie is, um, and she may be afraid. She may not be comfortable with the newborn right now. Maybe she'll be more of a fun auntie when the kid is older. Um, also, too, just because. Um, auntie doesn't have to be by blood you may have friends that can be the kids auntie that can step Mm -hmm. up and help you out so rely on your village don't just seek family sometimes family are not the best all the time i don't know what your relationship is like if y'all were close before and y'all kind of fizzled out or whatever but like just give her time and space and absolutely communicate communicate and see what happens from there and don't come like an aggressive way mm-hmm. like be very gentle because something may be bothering her or she may not know yeah so give us some grace i would say understanding the why um mm-hmm. and that comes that goes back to communicating like there may be a reason why um she may not be as involved as you'd like her to 
And then also meeting people where they are. Like, I'm a firm believer in that. Like, I'm not going to force anyone to do anything outside of what they're comfortable with. And I have to be okay with that. So, um, auntie, mama, you know, just have that conversation, you know, ask those questions where you feel like you need to, and then be ready for the response and move forward with whatever, you know, that auntie feels comfortable with and whatever you and your child and your family feels comfortable with, because that's also extremely important in that decision and that relationship. And write us back and let us know how that went. I know, because I'm curious to see, like, one, answering our questions, and two, if she decides or he decides to move forward with whatever tips we just offered, like, what was the outcome? How'd that work out for y'all? I just know. Good luck. Anyway, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa, how can um, our listeners find you on the socials? You can find me on Instagram at Melissa, M-E-L-I-S-S-A-R, Butler. And you can find my company's The Lip Bar at The Lip Bar. Um, And then at Thread Beauty if you're interested in some bomb makeup. Yes. Yes. Both brands are amazing. Check them out if you haven't already. Yes, absolutely. And then Ken, where can they find us? So they can find us on Instagram at the Real Mama Pod, and we're also streaming now, y'all, on YouTube. So go find Yay. us, subscribe to our channel, like us, leave us reviews, and we're also on Twitter and Facebook at the Real Mama Pod. Now, if you are curious about my life, um, <laughs> I'm on Instagram mainly, and that's at Kendra Ferg underscore. And Devin, where can I'm they find Dev you? I'm at Dev Grace underscore on instagram not really or anything else and guess so, what? Thank- what i know thank oh. you wait, oh yes <gasps> oh wait 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 how, how did i forget this dare you we Y'all, have auntie we merch my- yes auntie merch yes. auntie merch will be on our website uh com. <laughs> check it out it's launching tonight when this episode airs so we are really excited about that i don't know how i forgot that yeah and then <laughs> The rich auntie. Yes, you guys are going to love it. Y'all are going to love it. Um, And then if you want to write us to Mama's Corner, just feel free to email us at mama at therealmamapod.com. Yes. And the sex formation cards that Devin Mm -hmm. used to ask Melissa at the beginning of the episode, please, please, please visit Dr. Jack's website at drjack.co forward slash shop. And use mm-hmm. Real Mama for a discount code of twenty five percent off. All caps, Ooh, one word. One. Yeah, yes. all caps, one word. She's looking out for y'all, and it's not lasting too long. No, so get the Hop. cards while you can. Hop on them because they're definitely worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, right. until next time, aunties and mamas and daddies, whoever's and all listening. Yes, we'll see y'all next time. Thank you. Have a good night. Bye. 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 Stay at home on 9 to 5, raise